Welcome to this week's Instrument of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. Uh, and I am Vengeance. I am also the Knight. I also have got that WAP for you. I was going to make a Ghost Rider reference in the beginning, but I don't. you just rambled on. I don't know what half those words said mean. I am was, I think, half the words. Yeah, you've lost me. <laughs> Fair enough. How are you doing, buddy? It's been a mile. It's been like two whole weeks. Mm-hmm. Has been a literal mile. Uh, how have you been? No complaints. Not dead yet. So. Well, speaking of that, uh, I think there was something that we should probably get out of the way. That's probably our best transition to date. Yeah, we nailed yeah. that one. Uh, yeah. So, unfortunately, to start off our news segment, we have very bad news. And if you're hearing this from us, you've either been living under a rock, or you are just you know. Uh, like Jared Leto at the start of COVID, uh, and you were out in the desert, and then you came back to some absolutely horrible news. Uh, and that is uh, that Chadwick Boseman passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, like, when I found out, I actually texted you as soon as I found out. Uh, that was how I found out. And obviously, I think to every single person that wasn't in his direct family, it was a major surprise. Uh, and it, it was tragic. Like, none of us saw it coming, and it Makes it worse because he seemed like a legitimately amazing person. Yeah, I've got like a little... I mean, there, you've seen all these crazy little tidbits and stuff about all these amazing things that he did uh, for people and for kids that were going through all this stuff. And a lot of like the online bullying and cyber shit that he had to put up with and deal with uh, because it was massive weight loss, obviously due to his colon cancer. But I happened to be reading the night I found out uh, Secret Wars uh, by Jonathan Hickman, and he tells uh, Mr. Fantastic, or Mr. Fantastic, he tells Reed Richards. Yeah, uh, he tells him uh, both correct. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I, I did do it. Yeah, I will see you on the other side, my friend. Trust me, death is just a different kind of journey, and I pretty much lost it. Oh God, yeah, that yeah, like, would. Yeah, then I, yeah. I got to that part, and it was very yeah. Very sad. I, like, I was just, I spent, like, just an inordinate amount of time just reading through, like, different, like, celebrities' like responses to it. Like, people that, like, knew him, like, worked with him. Uh, and, like, for some reason, like, Chris Evans was like, a few sentences. But, like, his just seemed, like, so raw that, like, it, like, it, like got to my heart. And then the next day, Ryan Coogler's, like, full page, uh, I don't want to call it, like, an article, but, like, or, or eulogy either, but... Just full page piece on his time with Chadwick was just incredible. If you haven't read it either, uh, I definitely recommend reading Ryan Cooler's piece on Chadwick. Or don't if you don't want to just sob. Yeah, but like it, it, it will, it would break your heart, and it's just, I don't know. From from everybody that's talking about it, and anybody that knew him, he was just an absolute light. Somebody who was. Uh, very friendly, very warm, very kind, very generous, constantly, uh, and who was an actual hero on Earth, not like the heroes in these books that we but make fun of and love so much. Just like the impact he had just being T'Challa and the way he played them, like, and I think my shit is with you, but, like, I read, like, some guy's tweet, 
where he said that like his son liked Black Panther because it was the first time that the superhero looked like his daddy. And like, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, and that like when you read stuff like that, like it just breaks your heart even more. Oh yeah, uh, I read today that he was getting ready to start working out uh, in September, which this is, we are now in September uh, to get ready for filming in March for Black Panther two. So. He was yeah. like, I'm going to beat this shit. This isn't going to take me. And sadly, well, sometimes it's... And Colin Cantor is 50-50, too, which, I yeah. mean, is just... I don't know. It just shows you, too, that, like, you can have all the money and, like, the best resources, and you, you, you just cannot run everything. No, and I think that we are going to take a brief, brief moment of silence to celebrate the amazing man that he was for thousands hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people out there in the world. All right. That was enough time for us, for what we have to do. If you want it to be longer and you think that that was insensitive, please pause. You can always <laughs> rewind and go back and pause to make our... Also, real quick too, before we jump into more of the news, I do want to say this episode is about Project Power this week on Netflix. Yeah. So that way... People yeah. know what we're talking about. We're talking about Project Power. Um, but before we get to that, there's a ton of news to get to. Uh, it's the biggest news section that I've ever had on here, which is amazing. Because we had uh, DC Fandom. Yeah. Where do you want to kick off? What do you want to talk about first for DC Fandom? You want to start with the video games? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's talk with the, about the one that didn't show us any gameplay. Let's talk about Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Uh, Kill the Justice League. I will say, didn't show any gameplay, but I loved that trailer. Uh, I loved it so much that I actually showed it to my wife yesterday because she hadn't seen it. Okay. Uh, and what so, did she think? And real quick, it opened with the Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn, uh, Deadshot, uh, Captain Boomerang, and Killer Shark all on a rooftop, not doing their job as members of Task Force X, with Amanda Lark screaming at him while the city of Metropolis is being attacked by these alien creatures. And we also see a Brainiac-esque ship in the in the background as well, too. Was that supposed to be Brainiac ship? Yes. Oh, uh, rad. But, so, we see them, they jump into action. Uh, boomerang apparently has, like, teleporting powers, but the Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, that is, which is fine, different gameplay. But, um... Uh, the best moment is when a helicopter comes in and it's crashing and Superman comes in and grabs the pilot and King Shark is like, look, it's the mighty Superman. He's going to save that. He's going to rescue that poor pilot. And then Superman grabs him and kills the pilot, burns him with his heat vision. Uh, and then Boomerang's like, did you figure out who our uh, target is? And they point towards Superman. But the best moment is it shows like title done by Rocksteady who did the Batman games. Uh, and then goes back to Superman and you see a boomerang just hit him on the side of the head and do nothing. And then you hear Captain Boomerang goes, Oh, shark, why'd you do that? <laughs> That's amazing. Like that was better than any moment in the, in the Suicide Squad movie, which I enjoyed. <laughs> uh, which you wrongfully enjoyed. Uh, there's not been enough shame brought on your family for how much you uh, enjoyed that film. But that's not coming out until 2021 either, which is unfortunate. I think most of this is 2021. I know. But the next game, Gotham Knights, comes out this year. Uh, I believe. Really? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Oh, um, shit. So, Gotham Knights. Okay. It, I'm sorry about Gotham Knights. Yeah. Holy shit, that trailer looks insane. I know. Opens with the death of Bruce Wayne. Yep. Uh, four playable characters in it as well. Yep. Uh, you can Batgirl. Yes. Uh, Red Hood. We've got uh, Nightwing. And Robin, Tim Drake Robin. Yep. Uh, 
And at the end, we get a teaser for the Court of Owls as well, too. Yeah, we fucking do. Let me ask you, and we will most likely do an episode on the game when it comes out, but which of those characters are you most looking forward to playing? Uh, I'm looking forward to doing two characters, most um, Red Hood and Batgirl. I'm Uh, very pumped for both of those. I'm one or two with you there, Red Hood as well, because they do have someone using guns in uh, yeah, it's gonna a be Gotham game. It's interesting to see guns yeah. in a Gotham game. That's yeah. the exact reasoning behind him being like my number one. Uh, and Nightwing, for me, Nightwing is one of my favorite DC characters ever. So to be able to play Nightwing and just beat people with uh, my sticks uh, is just cool. Uh, something I can't wait for. But yeah, just the idea that, and I don't know, we'll, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But yeah, we're looking forward to. Well, both we games. saw some what we would assume would be gameplay moments, mm-hmm. and it looks incredible. Yeah, it does. Holy shit, it looks great. I know people were upset because there was like damage meters and all that, but like I don't care. Like, I mean, let me play those characters, have a good, compelling story, and have some stuff to where I can like level up or make make my character stronger. Like that's all I need. I don't. I don't give a shit what it is. It looked incredible. Would you rather be able to play through the entire game as one character, or would you rather switch off between I different characters? Switch off. Okay. What about you? Are you are you like wanting to do it as one person and then go back and do it as another? No, I, I would like Wonderland it like style. if the story made you switch between different characters. Yeah. And then if you want to replay, you can replay it as one the entire yeah. time. We'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be happy with however it turns out, I think. Um, let's move on to my next uh, least cool news. Uh, six Batman animated films are coming. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I'll watch them. Some are really good. Some are not great. Uh, like a killing joke. Uh, uh, they're all supposed to tie together. Yes, uh, which is all by different directors. Yeah, and I don't think Death in the Family is the next Batman film coming out. But I don't think that ties in to any of the six that were announced. Oh, okay. Because Death in the Family was pre-announced. So yeah, I mean, I like. I know DC is redoing their animated universe uh, for some reason, uh, but yeah, whatever. I'll watch them all. It's fine. Re- please make these things better. We haven't had a good one since Mask of the Phantasm. A really, really good one. I disagree. I, I thought Justice League Dark was fantastic. I haven't seen it. I liked uh, the Flashpoint movie. I thought that was really good as well, oh, too. Oh, I do want to see that one. I haven't yeah. seen that either. So, yeah. There, there's some good there's ones. There's some that. ones I need to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. From, I haven't watched like 16 or 17 <laughs> of them. <laughs> to, me, to, me, to be fair, I've watched about a dozen, and, and I didn't like any of them. The newest ones we haven't done yet, uh, either, which I believe is Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. And Superman, Man of Tomorrow, I believe, based off the... Uh, yeah, you probably like also, also Superman based off the Grant Morrison book as well, too. Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah. That could be fun. Uh, let's see. Let's just get to some news here. Uh, actually, let's get to very minor news, if you could even consider that. We saw the Flash's costume. I don't kind care. Kind of. Yeah. Same. I did yeah. not give a don't shit. Care. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the teaser costume reveal for Black Adam? I don't care. Don't give a fuck either. Give me a trailer or or like some actual yeah, footage, why are you just which I, I, I know you haven't shot it. Like I I can open up my DC Universe app and see Black Adam book. I can look on my bookshelf and flip open to a page with Black Adam and know what it looks like. How like, do you feel about The Rock playing Black Adam? I don't like it because I don't think The Rock is a good actor. But and okay, I'll say this: he's fine. Like everyone in Georgie Manji, he was good in that. But he's still playing like The Rock. I haven't seen him acting with a range. And I say this as someone that watched, I want to say, four seasons of Ballers for some reason. Have you seen The Rock play a character that is not The Rock? No. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I don't see him being... And Black Adam is a... 
I would say he's complex, but he's a very driven character. Uh, that is, some people call him an anti-hero, but he's a villain. I, um, I saw a meme the other day where there were four different stills of The Rock in films. And they basically looked identical, but it was actually four different films yeah. where he just is the exact same person yeah. in every single one of them. Obviously, he's going to have a Black Adam costume on, so we're going to get some different yeah. stuff here. We'll see. It is the film I am least confident about, about every DC film that's upcoming. Yeah. Uh, now let's get to one that I'm very confident is going to actually be good. Uh, one whose predecessor, uh, in my mind, is one of the worst DCEU films ever created. I was talking about Suicide Squad. Yeah. James Gunn, baby. Yeah, we had a cast teaser and we had a behind the scenes. Who are you uh, most excited to see? That you can, off the top of your head. Uh, Weasel. Uh, played by... Uh, Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. Who are you least excited to see? Um, oh, I can't remember his character's name right now. That's going to kill me. Uh, but John Cena's character. Cena? Uh, John Cena. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't watched pro wrestling since I was 12. But I, sorry if I mispronounced his name. His name was still not John Cena when you were 12. He wasn't wrestling then. Then he was just waiting for Vince McMahon to... Do, make, to not pay out insurance policies on of his hundred. I don't know. I got nothing about wrestling politics. John Cena. Uh, I'm actually excited for John Cena. He's done a good job in his comedic roles. They're pretty one note, so I'm expecting him to die pretty quickly. I mean, Cockblockers is your favorite film of all time. Oh, I haven't even seen Cockblockers. But he's he's very one note. Mm. Uh, he's very very one note. Uh, but the person who I would say I'm least excited to see is. Uh, Joel, what's his name? Joel Kinnaman. Kinnaman, yeah. I think Joel Kinnaman is a fantastic actor. I think he's fine, but we've seen him do this role before, and it didn't blow me away the first time he did it. You're a fool. I think he's a. I think he's a really good actor. As Rick Flag, that's who he's playing, by the way, too. Uh, yeah. He, him, and Harley, I believe, and Amanda Waller are the only three reoccurring from. Yeah, and exactly. I don't. I don't care to see him. I love what Margot Robbie's doing. I like the costume her. design for Harley Quinn uh, that we've seen as well, too. That's great. Looks really um, good. Looks fun. Who are you most excited to see? Peacemaker. Honestly, I'm pretty sure John Cena is playing Peacemaker. Honestly, I might be most excited to see Margot Robbie again. Yeah, it's a good she's, point because Birds of Prey, she was excellent in that. And Birds of Prey was a lot of fun. fantastic, yeah. Yep. And she was one of the shining moments of the first Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah. This is her third or fourth DC movie. Her and Captain Boomerang. Is her fourth or third? No, Captain Boomerang is turning. I would forget Captain Boomerang. Yeah, for good uh, reason. Uh, how dare you? Uh, of course, Matt hates Australians. So. Yeah, I do. Before we get into and he the, has an intense fear of boomerangs. <laughs> I hate boomerangs. Before we get into the three big shows, I want to take a moment to talk about uh, another bit of news that came out of this. It was a very, very small piece of news. Um, but we know when Sandman is going to be happening as far as the time period. Yes, it's no longer. back yeah. in time. Yeah. I'm a, it's starting in 1960. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with it. Whatever. Uh, That's almost what it seems yeah. like in the books. Anyways. Yeah, I, I, I can't complain uh, or form an opinion until I actually see the, the final product. Now, I might you, complain if it was set like in 2055, but like otherwise, like. I have don't you care. listened to the uh, podcast? No, I believe it is an Audible exclusive right now. Yes. Uh, so I will wait until it gets released for free. Are you? So you're like ready to listen to that shit? Yeah, I listen. Yeah, I, I listen to all the Marvel podcasts, and they were. For the most part, really entertaining. So I'm looking forward to listening to that as well, too. I want to talk to you off air about that. 
Uh, let's talk about some movie trailers now, man. Some actual movie trailers. Okay. Uh, let's kick it off with Wonder Woman. AP Bio Season 3. 84. Didn't watch the trailer. You didn't watch the trailer? Don't need to. I'm going to see the movie. Oh, man. You need to see what happened to poor uh, Kristen Wiig in Cats 2. Uh, Revenge of the Cats in 84. That's what happens when you make a sequel to Bridesmaid. You get forced to be a villain in one of the biggest films being released of all time. One of the biggest franchises ever laid by by a female director with a strong, powerful female lead. So what happens? You just got to stick to comedies. I think it is a, a... An absolutely horrendous casting choice. And this is coming from somebody who absolutely loves Kristen Wiig. I will say... I love SNL vets. I want to see everything that they go do. I think this is a horrible choice. And before I let you speak, I want to say that the CGI is astoundingly horrible. I will say it's incredibly hard to pull off like a cat humanoid just in cinema. Sure. Uh... It's only worked once, and that was Thundercats, and that was a TV show. Uh, and it hasn't been done well since then, I feel like. I can't think of but a single... But, again, I, I haven't seen the trailer, so I might watch the movie and think that you're a crazy person. Who knows? I mean, I hope that it gets the Sonic treatment, and they just go back and are like, oh, shit. And cast Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, they just redo Jim Carrey's yeah. mustache a bunch of times. Cool. I hope that instead of Cheetah, we just get uh, Henry Cavill's mustache that they edited. The problem is, too, like, I loved the first one when we both did. But, like, Ares would have been, if they had, like, great budget for, like, Ares being, like, all hulking and, like, his, like, traditional, like, costume would have been terrifying as well, too. Yes. I I agree. I thought that that scene in Wonder Woman was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. uh, For an otherwise astounding film. Um, Are you excited about Steve Trevor being back? I am. The trailer, he looks very funny. Yeah. Uh, it looks very enjoyable. I can't wait. Chris Pine, bring it on, bro. Uh, let's talk about a movie that's already come out. Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. Uh, Holy shit. We've talked about this a, a fair amount, both on and off mic. It's something like we were like, we'll watch it. We're not like, super excited about it. But, like That trailer like kicked a bunch of excitement back for me. The use of uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, I thought was a great choice too. Yeah. Like oh it worked God. so well. Little stuff as well. Too. Like just as like I forgot. Like seeing like Batfleck without the mask, but seeing like the gray temples on the side, like Frank Miller's Batman. Like just touches like that. Like yeah. I forgot I appreciated. And like jumping back into the well of like obviously Gal Gadot is a Gal Gadot is a great Wonder Woman. But like Henry Cavill is a really structured man. Ben Affleck is a really great older Batman as well too. And going back to these characters one more time. You're right. Henry Cavill's an excellent Superman. Gal Gadot is a wonderful Wonder Woman and Ben Affleck is definitely Batman. Those three things Yes, are the 100%. best the best Batman. Uh, oh, sorry. No, you're right. He's not the best Batman of all time. That's underselling it. He's the greatest performance of all time <laughs> in the history across all <laughs> mediums. I'm talking about on screen, on stage, just behind a microphone. You say that, but somebody... That's true. I'm forgetting about phantoms. Somebody has claimed that they are vengeance and that they are ready to fucking go in a brand new Batman trailer. Did you watch the Batman trailer? I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It was amazing. Why did you watch it? You're going to see it. Because that's not coming out until like 2025. <laughs> Sorry. Coming out until question mark, zero question mark. Uh, yeah. If it's going to be released yeah. this millennium. Yeah. We'll see. But for a film that had only shot 25% of its footage, to have that trailer was incredible. And I will say, Batman v Superman had probably 
the best Batman action scene to date with Batman beating up the slugs uh, in the hallway, but it's still jump cuts. But the bit we saw in the trailer of the Pattinson Batman of just him beating up that goon just in all a single shot, like, that was amazing, too. And, like, this film has a high chance of being the second greatest Batman film behind Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, he obviously has taken some influence from uh, My Chemical Romance and that eye makeup, so I'm sure you're very excited for that. Can't wait. Uh, Gerard Way is creaming in his jeans. <laughs> Suing them, actually. <laughs> uh, we did get some, some news today about this film. Yeah. Uh, Pattinson's got the, the COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it was a diseased that was, he's playing a bat. It was a disease that is believed to originated by consuming a bat. Uh, and he also got it broke out by playing a vampire who often were infected by being by being bitten by a bat or transforming into bats. His entire life is bat-themed. Yep. Uh, save Robert Pattinson. I'm convinced that this man is an incredible actor, and I cannot... He really is. He, he is an amazing actor. Uh, yeah. And I, I've really come to that realization as of late. Uh, yeah, after I saw New Moon, I was like, this kid <laughs> has got the it jumps. It was Eclipse for me. It took me till yeah. the third movie. Wow. I didn't I didn't hang on New Moon. I was like, no, we got to keep seeing what this guy can I mean, at least he won you over. He did. He yeah. did. Yeah. It'll take him three I, I was livid that he did not win an Oscar for any of those uh, films. I want everybody... Or at least a Lifetime the, Achievement Award. ...on this podcast to go and look up um, Robert... Or not Robert Pattinson. Look up... The film Eclipse, uh, the third Twilight film, mm-hmm. because I make my girlfriend do the face that Kristen but, Stewart does in that, in okay. that film. Before they do. On, on the uh, poster, if you just go to Amazon. And no, no, no. Look at that Read the book first, but start with the first one. And, and then, then look at the yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at the pictures from book one, two, three, and four. Yeah. And then go check out the movies. The face that she makes, I make anytime that we see that, I make my girlfriend make that face. That's reasonable. She has fair. to stop what she's doing yeah. and make that face. Uh, any more news for us, or is that it? Are you done? Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. That's it for the news. So, Project Power is a film on Netflix yep. starring Jamie Foxx. That's it for the Hitchman of Comics. <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt. I'm Alex Eschback. Uh, I, okay, so going into this film. How would you say your desire was? To, how much do you say you wanted to watch this? I wanted to risk getting COVID in the movie theaters instead of seeing this film. Yes, we were going to do New Mutants, uh, but apparently there's still a pandemic going on. Yeah, uh, it didn't end over the last weekend. Yeah, although I will say, I'm not getting my mouth off, but like after watching it, I was like, man, I wish we'd just gone and seen New Mutants. <laughs> uh, so. I like Jamie Foxx a lot, and I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt a lot. I would agree on Jamie Foxx. Well, I'm saying, like, in general. Uh, I'm not saying, like, their performance in this film. But, like, I'm saying in general. But then I was trying to think... Well, I, was I like, don't like Jamie Foxx's performance in this movie. Uh, I was trying to think... But what, I like Jamie Foxx. What was the last good thing I saw both of them in? Django. Yeah, which came out, like, five years ago. yeah, 2012, I think, or 2013, 14. So, yeah. And I, think, I feel like I've seen something from him before then. Yeah, I'm not what, saying what, seen something. For me, maybe what it was... What was the last Joseph what, Gordon-Levitt thing what, what, you thought was good? When did Horrible was Bosses come out? Inception? Was it Inception from him? No, I was thinking, trying to think. Uh, 50-50, which came out like 2011. Like, The Night Before was an okay film. Uh, that came out like 2015. I haven't, I haven't seen The Night Before. Uh, but yeah, it's because he's just... 
you've been doing his hit record stuff or hit record stuff, uh, hit record uh, for a long time. Jamie Foxx is in uh, Baby Driver, which I have not seen. Yeah, he was in Baby Driver. Yep. You haven't seen Baby Driver? No. Wow, that shocked it is, me. It is on that my list. That legitimately shocked me. You've not seen Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah, believe me, it's it's on my list. And Django was 2012. But since 2012, he hasn't really been in a lot of stuff. Um, but Netflix, I guess, just wheeled out the cart, the, the money cart, to get him uh, and JGL to be in this film. Uh, what a weird grouping of people. I know. Uh, okay. So essentially, in this film, oh Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in Knives Out. There you go. He's just a voiceover. Shut uh, up! He's in it. Uh, he's also count. in Star Wars: uh, The Last Jedi. Again, a voiceover <laughs> doesn't count. Uh, so, and also, I said good film. Uh, anyways, what was I trying to say? Okay, the premise of this film is that this is a world where if you swallow a certain pill and your drug, it gives you superpowers. It's not an entirely original premise. Uh, it's basically limitless both superpowers. We've seen it in comics uh, with like mutant growth hormone for the Marvel side. You take a pill from the drive from mutant genes, you get powers temporarily as well too. And this, you only get your powers for five minutes. Uh, you don't know what they're going to and be. You're almost either. guaranteed to die. Yes, you're yeah. nearly guaranteed. Well, to Well, you don't know what your powers are going to be until you take the pill. Like ninety-five percent of the people who we watch uh, take this pill are dead. That's true. That's a great point. Uh, there's dual protagonists. Actually, three protagonists, I would say. You have Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then the young girl whose name I can't remember. Can you remember Robin. her name at all? What? Don? Robin. Robin. Okay. Robin, yeah. And so let's start from the first one with you, which is Robin. So what do you think of Robin? Uh, she was fine. She wasn't great. She was yeah. okay as an actress. She had a... She, her her thing that she does and is, is she is a rap artist. Yes. She has a B story where she is a rapper. Uh, this takes place in New Orleans, uh, by the way. And she's like 14? I think so. And she she's mad cl- she's, disrespects her teacher. You yes. Know? She's, she's, she's clever, uh, but she's not a good student. Uh, and she is also selling a drug dealer. Yes, uh, but that's because her mom can't afford her diabetes medicine. Yeah, uh, which actually is a very timely uh, messaging on healthcare in the U.S. Uh, but the the Beast being a rapper, I thought was so weird and so unnecessary. Like I didn't need that it at kept all. Coming up, yeah, it came up like five times in this goddamn movie. So I don't know. So what did you think of? Joseph Gordon Levitt's character. He is a police officer uh, who loses his badge and his gun. <laughs> uh, which is a little bit of... Uh, is, that, is that Kurosawa that does some shit like that back in the old days? Uh, talking about the Seven Samurai? No, like uh, Man Bites Dog? No, no, no. Oh, shit. What's that movie called? Uh, man Bites Dog. It's not... Or Dog Bites Man. That's a TV show on Comedy Central starring Zach Braff no, and... God damn it. Not Zach Braff, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, there's there's an old Japanese film that has that premise where he loses his gun. It's a premise that we've seen time and time again. I'm yeah, pretty sure that's like half yeah. of every Clint Eastwood movie not set as a it Western. It started in like the 40s and 50s. Yeah, but like it's again, well fucking worn. in this day and age, it seemed like a little like dated to me. Or not dated, unrealistic. I'm like, when does a cop ever lose their badge and gun? Like that never happens. Turn um, in your badge and gun because, yeah. because 
He stopped people from. He stopped fellow policemen from getting killed by somebody with powers. Although they also got shot, and really, he he didn't even stop someone because the officers got shot because of his action. And the guy was robbing a bank. Yeah. And technically, it was a victimless crime because that money is insured. Yeah, really. Yeah. Really, we should let all bank robbers go. Yeah, the money is insured. That's what inspired films like Bonnie and Clyde, the Clash song "Daddy Was a Bank Robber." Mm-hmm. We get great media out of it. Uh, Inside Man. Yeah, Inside Man, wonderful Spike Lee film, uh, or Spike Lee joint is a preferred nomenclature. Um, it is a Spike Lee fucking movie, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I always forget that. Yeah, what a great Spike Lee film. I know, and like the sixth best Cl- Clive Owen movie. Quick, what is the best Clive Owen movie? Um, Shoot 'em Up. That is the correct answer by uh, a mile. I that is one of the most underrated action films of all time, if not the talked most. We've that like two yeah. or three times on this podcast. I know. Shoot 'em up is so fucking good. Yeah, and so I, quippy. I think I might watch it tonight. Uh, but anyways, back to what we're actually talking about. Uh, we're not talking about shoot 'em up. I uh, I thought Tony Giamatti is a bad guy. So what do you think of well, it's not to love. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's accent? <laughs> so fucking stupid. It, it was so weird and like Rip out of play. That dumb New Orleans Saints jersey off his back. Yeah, he actually wore the. I think it was Patrick Gleason was a jersey, who uh, I want to say Gleason blocked a field goal uh, during the Super Bowl that happened after Katrina. So it was a major play that like uh, helped them win the Super Bowl. Uh, but still a nobody. Well, it's number thirty-seven, and I know I see number thirty-seven. I think of Clerks. It was like. Uh, you find his girlfriend suck 37 dicks and she's like in a row <laughs> so like every time I see number 37 that's what I think of every single time uh, what a great line in a row yeah in a row uh, so uh, but I here's what I disagree with you at one point I thought Jamie Foxx's performance was really good uh, I thought it was fine the opening scene where we see him busting Newt played by Machine Gun Kelly uh, as a drug dealer like, whenever he takes the pill to get the powers, I see, like, the fear and nervousness, like, on his face. Like, I thought he did a really good job. I with, thought he was... He with was what he was given to work with. Of the movie. Jamie Foxx yeah. was, without a doubt, the best part of this movie. The, now, let's talk about Machine Gun Kelly's power that he gets. Yes. He lights his own body on, on fucking yeah. fire. This, to me, was... He has third-degree burns on his face already. I'll say the best part of this movie... Was the visualization for the powers, uh, for the most part? Yeah, I thought, sure. I thought it was really well done for Machine Gun Kelly's Newt, uh, for that character, for him being completely flaming, but not like Human Torch. For like Matt said, you see his skin like burning and like melting off. Yeah, uh, I like the way Jamie and like the way he like burns himself like through holes and like melts up down like in, where he walks, everything catches on fire, which is what you don't see with the Human Torch. Like the way Jamie Fox like torches him when he captures him by. Turning on the shower, filling the cup with water, and like soaking him when he pops out. He's still aflame, but he drowns him. He basically waterboards him, uh, yeah. which I thought was like, that was really well done. That was clever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, At this point of the movie, I was in. Yeah, same here. I'm still very much and in. For me, too, as well, even though I thought it was weird with the the cops. Have tar- I think it's, I can't, I don't process police scenes the way I used to anymore right now with what's been happening in the world. Yeah. But. Yeah, I get that. But the bank robber scene, like, the bank robber himself, I thought was really cool. He has a power of invisibility. Yeah. And, like, the way, like, his body shifted to his different surroundings and everything as well, he too. I thought that was like really well done. What you see in video games. Mm-hmm. Which I, that was my favorite power that I saw. Yeah. Because of the way it was portrayed. It was like, it was like, 
Predator would be jealous uh, of that technology. And right now, you got to be thinking, why do you guys hate this movie so much? I, it's, and I'll say, like, the writing was subpar. I didn't, there, there was no real villain that I cared about. No one that I cared about to hate. Jamie Foxx's journey to find his daughter, I didn't really care about either. Because uh, you don't know if he's fucking insane or not. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't care about it. That's the thing, too. And, like, not... I, I don't know. I just didn't care about any of the characters. And there was no villain that I thought was threatening or a big overarching threat. I thought this movie would have been better if, like, those pills existed, but there was, like, a 95% chance that you will die, and it became more of, like, a class struggle. So, like, the most desperate needy people take those pills and get those powers, while the most well-off don't take it because they don't want to die. Like, that would have been a much better film to me. Well, one of my favorite parts, if not my favorite part, actually, this is this is my favorite scene in the movie, uh, is when Jamie Foxx makes a bust, uh, and he, he like, interrupts the sale of these pills going down. But during that, uh, right beforehand, there's a demonstration of what mm-hmm. the pills can do, and this girl gets this insane Iceman power, but she's going to freeze to death... But they end up regulating her body temperature? Yeah. I love this scene because this was the coolest fight scene of the whole movie. I agree. And then you get the fight scene through the uh, iced up glass. Yeah, I thought it was really nice too. Really cool. And yet, Well done on the cinematography front. Later in the film we got stupid fight scenes like with the guy who takes a pill and finds Jamie Foxx at the end versus the big bad. And his bones like grow out of his arms, which yeah, is it's like the pa- it like Wolverine yeah. syndrome, or which is not like well, I mean, so pedantic right now. But there is a mutant who can throw like bones and grow excess bones to so, like that doing its marrow, uh, and she can do that. But like these bones in this film are like cutting through steel. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I might, I might just have weak bones, but I'm pretty sure my bones can't cut through steel. Yeah, and it's so weird snap. the things I choose to believe and disbelieve <laughs> as I'm watching this film. And then there's a guy who... <laughs> I mean, that's a good point, yeah. though, because our our viewpoints on this, they are not sound. Yeah. We yeah. do not think that these will hold up in an argument in a court of law. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt was fighting a guy that basically had, like, no bone syndrome. He was a rubber man. <laughs> and I don't know. Uh, it was just not threatening in a way. And then when you have, fantastic. and then we have a 14 year old on the mic being like, kick him in the balls. Like that's just, it's just bad writing through and through. It was lazy writing. I agree. They, they shuffle through all the possible powers and there's like 10 possible powers that you can have. And then he goes, Ooh, this one's really rare. Just for love it is basically bulletproof as well too. Like that's his power whenever he takes a pill. Yeah, let's talk about Jamie Foxx's dumbass power. Yeah, he's like the whatever you call like the lobster, the pistol lobster, whatever you call him, pistol shrimp. I don't remember what they're called. But when they pinch their claws, they make like a boom thing. He just eviscerates people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. His power is to basically, whenever he swallows a pill, he creates like this like sonic shockwave, like when the Hulk like claps his hands together, but it blows people up. I liken it more to a Dr. Manhattan when he just sticks out his hands and just blows up Rorschach. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's, I mean, that's yeah. what it seemed like yeah. to me. Yeah. And yeah, there's sound waves and that's the thing that it is. Yeah. But what he's doing is he's just eviscerating humans. Yeah. Out of all the Netflix superhero comic book stuff we've watched, this was the one that I hope does not get a sequel. What about Raising Dion, which we hate? I have not watched. Fortunately, have not watched. I think that was last year, actually. 
Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it yeah. This has been a long fucking year. Yeah. And there's still stuff on Netflix that we haven't watched yet either, like uh, Warrior Nun and Cursed. Uh, Things that we were and used to watch. I've watched Code 8, but we, we haven't done it for this podcast. Um, so. I do want to read Cursed, but I yes. have zero interest in watching it. Uh, just because you are still bitter about the fact that the main character, 13 Things I Hate About You, was killed off in the first season. Yeah, why did she have to die? Why did it have uh, to be suicide immediately? The best um, it was weird that it was suicide by cop. But <laughs> they're ahead of their time, I guess. Yeah, um, yikes. But yeah, true. Uh, so what would you rate Project Power to scale of 1 to 10? Oh, man. A three? Yeah, a three. I thought the visual effects team like is a 10 out of 10 for, for, for what they're given to work with. Yeah. And for probably the budget of the film, I thought they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. The script was a 1 or a 2 out of 10. Uh, the directing from the directors of Paranormal Activity 3 was like a 4 we out of 10. We know that Jamie Foxx can carry a film. Yes. We know he can't. And we know Joseph Gordon-Levitt can carry TV here because we all watched Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't watched Jamie Foxx carry an entire movie solo since Ray. Which Ray was fantastic. And also a dozen yeah. years ago. It was a dozen years ago. It was uh, almost four and a half. No, it was one and a half score years ago. It was more than a dozen years, honestly. But, I mean, it's been a while since he's been given that. Yeah. I don't know. This is just a big, big miss for me. So I think it was a cool idea and a yeah, cool I agree. concept. Just poor execution. And the fact yeah. that it was in the top ten for so long on Netflix. It still is right now. It's disheartening. It's very yeah. disheartening. I mean, we know Extraction got a sequel. Be excited to be interested in comic book stuff, but yeah. fuck. We, we know Extraction got a sequel. Well, to be fair, Extraction based on a comic book. To be fair. Old Guard based on a comic book. Uh Project Power, not based on a comic book. Mm-hmm. But I'll say, like, I, I'd rather just watch Limitless with Bradley Cooper again than watch this movie. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah. Uh, so I'd probably give this about, I guess, three or four out of ten uh, at best. And that's being generous, I think. Yeah. And it's being very generous. And with this being a pandemic situation, I'll probably end up on our top ten list this year. Yeah. Thanks, Pandemic. Uh, but next week, hopefully, or next episode, you know we should have something a little bit more interesting, uh, a little better done for us. You don't need to wear a mask. It's not real. And, okay, well, <laughs> disregard him. He is actually being sectioned right now. Uh, <laughs> but The Boys Season 2. Excitement for The Boys Season 2? Oh, my God, very much. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then after that, we're going to get into uh, the Avengers game. Yes. I just yeah. got my email confirmation as we were sitting here today that it actually will be here on time. Hey, despite congratulations. Despite them saying it's going to be here next yeah. week. They're playing games with your heart. Don't go break in my heart. Uh, as always, you can email us at henchmanacomic.gmail.com. Uh, God invented Twitter, so we're there. He also invented Facebook and Instagram, so we're there. Wherever you can find God, you can find us. Find him in your local church. <laughs> or us, I guess. For Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. Uh, and I'm going to keep on keeping on. Hinching easy.